Welcome to the Summit Church Podcast. Summit Church online campus. Man, it is a great day. This is Youth Takeover Service. If you have not heard, I am Pastor Sydney, the youth pastor on staff here, and it is an honor and a privilege to talk to you this morning. Man, I hope that you can just praise Jesus today. I know we just had amazing worship, so wherever you are listening at, maybe it's your car, your living room, wherever, I pray that you can just praise God with all you have because he is doing mighty, mighty things in you and mighty, mighty things in our students. Amen? So today... I am going to be talking to you about living life as a lifelong learner. And to kick it off, we are going to jump into a proverb, because that is our message series, Proverbs 9, 7 through 9. So if you have your Bibles out, which I encourage you to, flip to Proverbs 9, 7 through 9, and we will read it together. All right. Anyone who rebukes a mocker will get an insult in return. Anyone who corrects the wicked will get hurt. So don't bother correcting mockers. They will only hate you. But correct the wise, and they will love you. Instruct the wise, and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. And if you're taking notes, like I said before, this message is titled, Living Life as a Lifelong Learner. So if you are parents online today, or if you've ever worked with youth or kids, maybe you have been rebuked or mocked. I know I have. I'm sure it is a common experience, but I'm going to share a story from our recent youth lock-in where we like raised money for camp and it made tons of money and the kids were so awesome about it. Me and Pastor Trailer were dead tired. I'm not sure if I can ever do a lock-in again because that was a traumatic experience for me. But <laughs> I, I think we can all relate to this story. So we're all in a circle at this youth lock-in and we're sharing some of our embarrassing stories. Well, I share a story that is super embarrassing, if not the most embarrassing stories that I have. And I promise you, if you, you see me, you are not going to look at me the same way after I tell you this story, but here we go. Um, I was a freshman on the cross-country team, okay? So imagine 14-year-old Sydney. She was a little rough, looking a little skinny, stringy hair. She was having a hard time. But it was the night before a meet, and my mom took my sister and I out to eat and then to go shopping because I needed some new warm-ups for the next day. Okay, remember that word. That night, I had salmon, asparagus, which is important, and a ton of water because I was fueling up for the meet the next day. And I promise that part comes back around. Well, after we finished dinner... We went over to Target, and I found some warm-ups that I liked, and I go and I try them on in the dressing room. Well, all of a sudden, I, I have this urgency that I have to go to the bathroom immediately, but I'm, like, not going to make it. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. And so I, I have this, this, this horrid thought, and I'm like, 
uh, I'm taking off my, my warm-ups, and I'm trying to put on my other clothes, and to no avail. I did not make it. I had the accident. I let it go like Elsa. It was not a pretty picture, okay? It was horrid. And please remember that I had just drank a ton of water and eaten a ton of asparagus. So you can imagine how that went. You are now looking at the reason Target had to renovate the floors for their dressing rooms. I know, it's terrible, it is horrible, but let me tell you, as I was sharing that story with my precious, precious students, they just looked at me and said, did you really just say warm-ups? <laughs> How old are you? And I was like, excuse me? And they're like, they're called sweatpants. And I just have never felt more out of the loop, like I was so elderly in that moment. So guys, I am still learning, and I have learned so much from these students, like what is cool, what are the cool things to say, the new TikTok dances, what to wear. Bucket hats are very in, by the way, if you didn't know. But no, these students, I'm telling you right now, and I'm being serious, that I have learned so much from them because they love people and they have shed the voice of the world and they just have this amazing, um, uncorrupted, genuine love for Jesus. And I'm so proud of them and they are so special. And if you are a student, one of my students watching today, I just want you to know how proud of you I am and how much we love you here at Summit Church. And if you are a parent of a student today, I just want you to know you're doing an amazing job because your students are so awesome. Um, but truly, they are special, and I am proud of them, but I believe that they are special, not out of their own doing, but I believe God's hand is upon their lives, okay? I believe he speaks to them. I believe he uses them. I believe he found them. them he put them on this earth. He created them, and he is using their lives for a purpose, and he has so much potential for them. He has a whole story mapped out for them, and I am so excited for what he's going to do with them. And to everyone online today, if we let him, God will use us. Listen, I have high expectations for our world because I see zealous, kind, loving students that chase God and are curious about him. But on the other hand, I have hope because this is a generational thing, okay? And God has given them leaders like you, parents like you, and mentors like you to bring wisdom to their lives, and together the gospel goes forward. Together we learn, together we share our testimonies, and together lives are saved, together God heals people, and together God uses us. It's a generational thing, okay? We can't do it by ourselves. And whatever fire is on these students, I want it on us. I want to be this zealous. I want to I wanna have this amazing love for God that is so much more important than anything else in this world. And because they're so new to it, they have just this fire in them that I want to see in all of us. It's amazing, these students are literally at ground zero and learning about Jesus, yet they're sharing their faith, okay? 
They're dedicated to church, and they're serving in the church. Three really big steps for kids who don't know much about the Bible, and we're getting them there, and they're, they're walking out their faith, and they're not perfect, but they are trying so hard to spread the gospel, and I could not be more proud of them. And in, in this moment, I want you to ask yourself, how am I learning about Jesus? How am I walking out my salvation? How am I pursuing God? If we can see all of these zealous teenagers that, that love Jesus so much and are so committed to him, how are we doing that? Can we get some of that? Amen. It's, it's just amazing. In Proverbs 8.32, it says, And so, my children, listen to me, for all who follow my ways are joyful. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Don't ignore it. Joyful are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at my gates, waiting for me outside my home, for whoever finds life and receives favor from the Lord. So how do we become lifelong learners? Well, I'll tell you, but in three parts. The first part is to lay down your life. Humble yourself. We have got to humble ourselves. The amount of time times the Bible talks about humbling ourselves is crazy because a lot of times we are just focused on the world, focused on the issues of life and not that the issues of life are not important and that we should neglect it because we should always be informed. However, we are citizens of heaven first. And if we want to be disciples of Christ, learning all we can about him, we must humble ourselves and seek him and let his Holy Spirit teach us. There is nothing in this world that is going to lead us to the promise of God. Absolutely nothing. So we've got to let the worries go. We've got to let the stress of the world go because it will only beat us down. The times in my life that I was so confused were when I was listening to the world and I had, to, I had to change. I had to self-correct. And I had to think about the God things. I had to think like God thinks. Because the world was leading me down a life of destruction, right? And that's what it does. So in John 4, 6 through 8, it reads, God opposes the proud. Been there. Guilty. But gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Be taught, okay? And this is something that I have struggled with a lot, because like I said before, I have dealt with pride, okay? And um, you have to be taught, because God may rebuke you. <laughs> Truly, he may rebuke you. He may say, you're wrong, and I'm right, and this is how we can fix this, right? He may send leaders to disciple you who are going to tell you what's up in your life and how to get rid, rid of the sin cycles in your life. He may help you walk a righteous path, and we have to be open to that. So we have to be teachable, right? Humble your life so that you may learn. Just in our opening verse, it says, correct the wise and they will love you. Instruct the wise and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous and they will learn even more. Man, wisdom is such a gift from God. A gift we may never receive unless we humble ourselves. Because 
wisdom and pride go head to head, and they won't, they won't unify. Unless you humble yourself under the head of God, you will not receive his wisdom. So point two, okay, point two to be a lifelong learner. Find hope in Jesus. That's the point. Find your hope in Jesus. Like we said before, the world has empty promises. It will promise you everything in the world and not fulfill a single thing. But my Jesus is not like that. And I put my hope totally and completely in him. He sacrificed himself for us. How could I not serve him? How could I not live my life for him, right? We have a better life because of him. And like we read in Proverbs 8, joy comes from those who listen to him. If we do not educate ourselves with the hope of Jesus, the world will educate us with the corruption of sin. Let me say that again. If we do not educate ourselves on the hope of Jesus, the world will educate us on the corruption of sin. Listen, parents especially, this world is trying desperately, desperately to educate your kids with the corruption of sin. It is our job to make sure the voice of Jesus is so much louder than the world because the world is so accessible, so accessible. The minute they leave a church service, the world is eating them up. They turn on their phones, the world is eating them up. They go to their friends, the world is eating them up. And it is trying so desperately to push the voice of Jesus out, but not on our watch. We cannot let it happen. And we cannot let it happen in ourselves either. Because we are susceptible to the same things. The world is trying to eat us up as well. The, the world is trying to normalize sin in this world that should not be normalized. So it is time that we have to stand our ground and find our hope in Jesus. Amen? Listen, with his voice comes answers. We just have to listen. With his voice comes understanding. We just have to listen. And with his voice comes true knowledge and true peace. So how do we become lifelong learners? We've got to put our hope in Jesus and let him teach us his ways. And the last thing, point three, we have to discipline ourselves and put God first. Because I don't know if you've heard this, but my parents used to say this all the time, and it's in the Bible, faith without works is dead. Okay, so we can ask Jesus all, the day, all day long, give me wisdom, give me wisdom, give me wisdom, give me wisdom. But if you are not pursuing wisdom actually, how do you expect to have wisdom, right? So be an example. Every day be in your word. Pray, praise. God created you. Why don't we wake up every single day and say, thank you, Jesus, for breathing life into my lungs. Thank you, Jesus, for making the sun rise again. Father, I pray that everything would bow down in your name. If there's anything that this world needs, it is the hope and wisdom in Jesus. And that cannot happen unless we absolutely pursue wisdom for ourselves. 
So when we make the decision to pursue Christ, don't be surprised when the enemy tries to get up all in your business, right? The minute you sit down for prayer, if the enemy is putting doubts in your mind like you're not good enough, you don't know enough about the Bible, how are, you're not good with people, how are you supposed to share the gospel, right? These are all doubts that the, that the enemy has tried to put in my mind, but that's not what Jesus says, right? The enemy will try to test your faith. He will try to test you. But if you are really on the path for wisdom, it's not going to matter. Be persistent. Rebuke the enemy. You think the enemy has any power over you? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I tell my students this all the time. If you feel the temptation coming on, if you feel the doubts coming on, rebuke that enemy and follow Jesus. That's it, plain and simple, right? We are pursuing wisdom, and that is a decision that you have to make, right? So whatever to the enemy, just say whatever. You don't know me. You didn't create me. I'm, I'm God's child, and I know what he's called me to do, right? So be in his word, the Bible, another gift from God. Let his words flow over your life and change it. Let him change your thinking. Sometimes we get so saturated in this world that our thinking is off, right? Follow Jesus. Follow his discernment. He's got the wisdom. In Romans 12, 2, I know you know it, but here's what it says. Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern that is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You are not meant for this world. You are meant to have a different life. And if you don't know Jesus today, make a decision for Jesus. Have that better life. He died for you. Every day, renew your mind, set your sights on Jesus, and pursue him first. To be a lifelong learner, we have to humble ourselves. We have to put our hope in Jesus, and we have to discipline ourselves to put God first. Because we get in our lives and we get as zealous teenagers or whenever we found Christ, right? We get so passionate, we get so on fire for God and then life hits and families fight and diseases hit and your faith gets knocked out because life is hard. But it does not have to be that way. If we do these things, we get to be lifelong learners our whole life. We get to walk out our salvation. We get to be closer and closer and closer to Jesus every single day. And it does not matter what the world throws at us. God is still good. And we have the opportunity to get his wisdom and be learners of him every single day of our lives. Why would we not take that opportunity? Right? God is so good, so good. And I am seriously in awe over the gift he has given us, wisdom. It's a gift, a gift he did not have to give, but he did. 
students, parents, leaders, friends. We can all be lifelong learners, pursuing the message of Jesus for all the days of our lives. Because there is nothing I want to be more educated on than the power of Jesus. Nothing is going to change your life more than the power of Jesus. So if you are watching today online and you have not made a decision for Jesus, but you have, you have heard these things, you've heard about the hope of Jesus, you heard how we, can, how we can be disciples of him and learn about him and be close to him and you want that for your own life, I just want you to say this prayer with me because it is absolutely the best decision you could ever make and it is the best decision I ever made. So please pray with me. Father, I just ask you right now to please come into my life. I know I, I have sin and I, I ask that you just get rid of all of it, Father, because I want to pursue you. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you are the Messiah, and I believe that you died on that cross for my sin. And today, I choose you. I am not perfect, but God, you are. And I pray that you come into our lives today. Come into my life, Jesus, and change me from the inside out. Father, today, I make a decision to pursue you, and I make a decision to pursue your wisdom. And I turn away from the world. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today at our Youth Takeover service. It has been a blast, and I hope you guys have a stellar, stellar week. Thank you for being a part of the Summit Church podcast today. We pray that God used today's podcast to draw you closer to Him. You can stay in the know at Summit by following us on social media. Thank you again for being a part. This is the Summit Church podcast.